0: Adoption and use of mobile platforms continues to grow. Relative to other banking channels, consumer adoption of mobile banking and payments remains relatively low. Nevertheless, it's proving to be an increasingly critical touchpoint between financial institutions and consumers. As more mobile devices like Apple's new iPad and financial apps hit the market, institutions of all sizes will find consumers demanding more. What security and risk mitigation steps should banks and credit unions take now as they prepare for more mobile adoption? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined today by Brian Pierce and Amy Johnson of Wells Fargo, who share their thoughts about mobile security and risk management in banking and payments for 2012 and beyond. Wells Fargo offers two separate mobile banking platforms, Wells Fargo Mobile, designed for retail customers, and CEO Mobile, designed for commercial customers. Before we jump in, I'd like for each of you to explain to our audience a bit about the mobile strategies you oversee.
1: Great. Thanks, Tracy. This is Brian Pearson. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. On the retail side, we offer um, three modes of access for our customers. So we have a website at WF.com that's mobile optimized and designed for mobile browsers. We have um, a selection of mobile apps for the BlackBerry, uh, Android, Apple, and Palm users that they can download from the uh, app stores. And we also offer text banking as well. So for customers that uh, prefer text or have uh, feature phones that aren't capable of using app or mobile web, they can get quick balances and see account activity on their phones by you sending us text commands.
2: Hi, and I'm Amy Johnson, also Wells Fargo. Thank you, Brian and, and Tracy. Um, I oversee our mobile browser app and device strategies for the execution for the Wells Fargo commercial and corporate customers. And I've been with the channel since inception back in 2006 and then our subsequent launch uh, back in 2007 of CEO Mobile. Our services uh, on CEO Mobile include payment initiation and approval, credit management, funds transfer, information reporting, mobile deposit, exceptional alerts and decisioning, and some self-administration function.
0: And then, Brian and Amy, I'd like to ask each of you, when did Wells Fargo start offering mobile banking, and how have the mobile demands for consumers as well as commercial customers evolved since then?
1: We launched our mobile web application in July of 2007, so it's been nearly five years and we've taken an approach that we refer to as launch, listen, and learn, and we've gradually added more and more functionality in the channels. We started out with some of the basics, balances, account summary, transfers, and have added things like P2P payments and bill pay since then.
2: For uh, for commercial customers on CA Mobile, we were the, actually the first in the industry, also back right after our retail side in 2007. And we started with text message alerts and information reporting. Our customers quickly asked for the ability to do payment approvals over their phones and perform funds transfer, as well as the ability to monitor cash positions and account activity. Our our, uh, early customers were largely from treasury departments, so monitoring and approving cash payments uh, or any kind of payments and transactions was key for them, and it still is. We've since added many other capabilities as well for corporate and commercial customers on the go.
0: That's a good point that you make, Amy, and it actually is a nice segue to my next question, and that was what kind of feedback have you received from customers about your mobile offers? Brian, did you receive similar bits of feedback from some of the retail customers that use mobile banking?
1: You know, our mobile banking customers are some of our most satisfied customers of of our our services. They're super engaged. Uh, On average, our text banking customers are trading up to 27 texts a month with us. So these are folks that are really actively managing their finances, really staying on top of their balances, and using our services almost every day.
0: And then, Amy, what about you? In addition to some of the, uh, I guess, requests that you've noted from the CEO mobile side, what other areas did you see customers demanding more or different types of services since the launch in 2007?
2: No, we – I mean, our our feedback has also been largely positive. But we were – when we got out there kind of first, we were out there alone, so to speak, uh, in the commercial space. And so it's taken a little while for them to get used to us. But we've, uh, the feedback has been very positive. We've responded uh, with specific requests uh, with enhancements every quarter since we launched. Um, they also, Our customers also participate in our design process. So we have active hands-on user research sessions throughout the year. Uh, and every one of those sessions gives us something that we can improve upon. Um, and so our robust set of services includes pretty much everything they've asked for to date.
0: Now, Brian, I'd like to go back to you for a second. You oversee Wells Fargo Mobile, which, of course, is the retail mobile offer. What devices does Wells Fargo support for the retail side, and what types of services are currently available?
1: Yeah, that's a, it's a key point for us. With more than 7 million customers using our mobile channel, we actually end up supporting a pretty wide range of devices. You know, The key for us is we have our text banking solution that works for every customer with a phone. Everyone has text capabilities. I mean, it's a great way to stay on top of your finances while on the go. We offer our browser solution that works for any of the smartphones. So, any phone with a browser that can get to the mobile web can go to WF.com, and, and we have support for a range of devices. Uh, we see a really wide variety of different users and different phone types uh, accessing the WF.com site in any given month. And then on the app side, we've uh, built apps for the Android, Apple, BlackBerry and Palm uh, sort of operating systems and so that's a very popular channel as well a lot of customers like downloading those apps and having them on their phone for the quick launch uh, and get right to uh, Wells Fargo services.
0: Now Amy I'd like to ask you about CEO Mobile which is a mobile deposit service that you launched in November 2011 specifically for commercial and corporate Mm -hmm. banking customers. Um, the service offers these commercial customers the ability to deposit checks and money orders. Um, but is there any plan to expand the service?
2: Oh that's a, that's a great point. Thank you. Um, yeah when we launched in 2011, uh, it was kind of a quiet launch. we didn't talk about it too much, but we launched it out there and we've had millions of dollars of checks deposited, which was a very very pleasant adoption that we're very happy to see. Um, I can't comment on our specific plans, but as more customers use devices with good cameras, of course, we're taking a look at that, but that's all I can say.
0: And Amy, for now, CEO Mobile is available only for iPhone. Is that correct?
2: Well, actually, um, our, our CEO Mobile is available on hundreds of devices via the mobile browser. Uh, so we designed it that way from the beginning so that our uh, any of our commercial customers could, use, could perform banking on the go. A lot of our commercial customers, especially several years ago, were issued Blackberries and issued corporate-owned devices, and so we didn't want to uh, tie ourselves in right at right at the beginning to a specific platform. So everything we've done is available on the mobile browser. We did develop the iPhone app, which has been very popular with customers, and especially the push alerts, which lets them know that they have, for example, a wire payment to approve. Um, the iPhone app, also which we launched a couple of years ago, also subsequently allowed us to launch that mobile deposit service, so you can take a picture of your check or your money order. So that's been popular. So. Uh, As for other devices, we actively monitor what our customers are using to try to determine the best delivery mechanism. Um, I can't speak to specific plans, but we we watch what our customers are using and what's popular with them and what they ask for. So we definitely have some things on our radar screen.
0: So the ability to remotely deposit checks is not limited to just the iPhone?
2: It is. Right now, you you do need an app because you need to interact with the camera uh, on the phone itself, and so you do need to have... Something beyond just a web browser and just the just the browser. So the the only thing uh, so the, so the uh, mobile deposit service is available on the iPhone app, and everything else is available on both the iPhone app and the mobile browser.
0: Okay, great. Now this is a question that I'd like to pose for both of you. Security experts suggest that downloadable apps often pose the greatest risks where malware is concerned. How is Wells Fargo addressing those risks by ensuring that mobile apps that customers download are not malicious?
1: You know, where we really start, Tracy, is with customer education. We've done a tremendous amount of work around helping our customers understand the risks and sort of be smart about their sort of behavior so they can sort of protect themselves uh, as they begin to use these mobile devices. And we really encourage them and, and you know direct them to only download apps from the official app stores and to make sure that they're downloading the right app. We also take a very proactive approach in that we are constantly scanning the app stores, and staying on top of uh, people's use of, of those apps so that we know what's happening in the app stores and are sure that the apps that are out there that are Wells Fargo are, in fact, the correct apps.
2: And for uh, CEO Mobile, we also have an active education campaign with our, with our customers to make sure that they're performing any banking transactions in a safe and secure manner, especially through mobile devices and apps. Uh, And for CEO Mobile, along with our retail partners, we have very tight controls with Apple to ensure the app integrity, and we don't have other apps at this time.
0: And now, Brian, I'd like to go back and talk to you a little bit about some of the open source versus proprietary platforms. I know CEO Mobile is a little more closed, but what security precautions are you taking on the retail side? What are you doing to help vet some of these different types of applications and platforms?
1: You know, the great news, Tracy, is when we started the mobile channel, we started from the, all the learnings we had in the online channel. And so we take a very layered security approach where we approach uh, each of these application uh, environments and, and platforms in a way that ensures that we're really secure from the ground up. We don't store any, any customer information on the devices. We actively are scanning and, and reacting to threats that may be out there. And then The great news for customers, at the end of the day, we stand behind everything we do with our online security guarantee, so that we'll help them if there's anything that happens.
0: And Brian, do you see Wells Fargo branching out in 2012 into the mobile payments arena? What does the mobile roadmap for 2012 look like for Wells Fargo?
1: You know, we just completed a near-field communication pilot for iPhone uh, users. We had uh, 200 employees here in San Francisco that had a uh, sleeve they could put on their iPhone and actually make payments at certain merchant terminals. So we've we've definitely been looking at the payment space and and thinking about how we might help our customers and what types of things we might be doing in the payments arena. And as we begin to think about 2012, one of the things we're really starting to focus on is is trying to be mobile unique. So you know as you begin to think about the power of a mobile device the amazing things that people are starting to do with mobile devices and and the capabilities of those devices, we're really thinking hard about how we can help our customers manage their finances better using all those capabilities. And so we're really focused on what a mobile unique innovation for 2012.
0: I'd like to pose this question to both of you, and this relates to security risks and where payments come in. What risks do payments pose? For instance, are person-to-person payments more concerning than person-to-business or business-to-business payments?
1: I wouldn't say one is riskier than the other. I think each have their own unique risk characteristics. The good news is we're really experienced in this area, and we have a very proactive way of managing those risks through active monitoring or layered security approaches and, and making sure that we're here 24/7 to, to be on top of the activities that are occurring.
2: And for uh, for our commercial and corporate customers, I actually think the security measures we take are very similar. Uh, in a retail side, we may emphasize certain areas a little differently. For business-to-business payments, we employ a multi-layer approach, uh, similar to our retail folks. We don't rely on any single process or technology, but we use them together. Uh, we employ data encryption. We have active session management and monitoring. We, part- we even partner with law enforcement as needed um, when there's been some attempted fraud. Um, we also believe that there's an active partnership with our customers as well on the commercial side uh, for business-to-business payments. We we actively engage in customer education. We also highly encourage our customers to perform payments under something that's called dual custody. And that simply means, for example, that a payment or other secure transaction needs to be, be- needs to be performed by at least two separate people, one as an initiator and another as an approver. So some security measures are not so technical at all. They are very much baked in uh, a process that we try to enforce.
0: And then what about other security concerns related to the mobile channel? What is Wells Fargo anticipating? And I guess when it comes to differing types of threats that consumers and commercial account holders face, where are you addressing those areas of risk?
1: You know, for us, I I think the the key is, you know, security is not a new thing. This is something that we've taken very seriously from the beginning of the channel and have built it from the ground up to be very secure. And we are very much engaged both with our customers in terms of education and being on the lookout for new types of threats, as well as industry and law enforcement understanding the broader landscape and the types of things that are happening. So I feel like it's a constantly evolving, you know, mobile is exploding. Everybody's excited about it. We're seeing a lot of traction but it's also important for us to be alert and be out there helping our customers and protecting them. So we're very much actively engaged in, in scanning the, the fraud landscape to make sure we know what's really going on.
2: And, and we do as well on the commercial side. We, we continually monitor the threats uh, and assess any risk areas we have, especially in the mobile arena and mobile devices, uh, and you know, and assess any new technologies that we might be able to apply to help us monitoring uh, some of our transactions. Some of that's behind the scenes, and some of that's more of a we, we try something out and see how it works for us. Um, and but the, the the key thing, and Brian alluded to this too, it's not a one-time thing. Uh, we don't just you know do a risk analysis and walk away from it. It's a continue continuous uh, um, enhancement and process for us here. So I wouldn't say that there's any specific concern for the for the mobile channel, as long as we remain diligent and stay on top of both the industry trends as well as technology trends.
0: And then before we close, I'd like for each of you to offer some advice to other banking institutions as they enhance or initiate new mobile initiatives.
1: You know, I think the key for us has always been to start with the customer. And, you know, we spend a lot of time and energy listening to our customers and engaging with them and really understanding their needs and and really delivering services that are there to kind of address their needs. You know, we're not looking to drive our customers to use mobile. We want to be on mobile because that's where our customers are. We're not trying to lead. We're, we're trying to really partner with our customers. And when you look at it from a security standpoint, you know we really think education and partnering with customers is the starting point, the cornerstone. We want to help our customers understand how to be secure when they do anything on their mobile device. And, and we think that we've done a great job in terms of getting education out there. Then we brought our own sort of layered security approach So, you know, we don't rely on single points to make sure the channel is secure, that the transactions are secure. We make sure that there are multiple checkpoints to ensure that uh, we, we deliver the best experience we can in terms of both security and customer experience. And then, you know, the other thing is when we begin to make new offerings and begin to advance things, we take a very methodical approach. So we make sure that before we launch new features or before we make changes, we've done a really thorough job in terms of looking at, anything we're doing from multiple points of view, thinking about our customers and how they're going to use it, but also thinking about it from a security point of view to make sure that what we're doing absolutely delivers on our promise of, of a safe and secure experience for our customers.
2: And I would uh, echo everything Brian just said because uh, we, we definitely want to take the multilayer approach and remain vigilant. Um, you know, for other banking institutions, we can't obviously can't speak for them, but uh, we we all want to continue to invest the time and resources to stay ahead of the fraudsters we We all have a vested interest in online and mobile banking security and protecting our customers' information of financial assets. I mean, I think all financial institutions want to succeed in this area.
0: That's a good point, Amy. Thank you. And I want to thank both of you again for your time today. Thank Thank you.
2: It's been a pleasure, Tracy.
0: Again, we've just heard from Brian Pierce and Amy Johnson of Wells Fargo. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.